you've joined Talking About You with Estra from Seattle, Washington, USA. And this is Season 8 and Episode 3. And I'm so glad that you joined me today. How would you change your life if you lived in Carolina today and were worried about the hurricane? Would you choose not to relent to the struggles that you'll have to fight after this? I hope that you'll say, I will not relent. What about if you got uh, to the ballots in November and your name had been removed from the ballot, from the, the voters' registration? Or maybe it was just misplaced. What would you do? Would you relent? I hope not. What if you were involved in a car accident today and then you ended up being unable to work? What would you do? Would you relent? I hope not. And by the way, if you were in a car accident in Stanwood, Stanwood Washington today or any, else, any other place, just remember that estraccarrecthelp.com car is always here to help and be an advocate in helping you get through the struggles that you might face. So thank you for joining me today. What are the four words applied to every one of these situations? It's John Brennan's words. I will not relent. And thank you so much for being with me today. If you missed the first two episodes, you can actually go out to iTunes and listen to them while you're doing other things and just relaxing. Because it's important to remember that each and every day we all have to make the decision that we will not relent. We will stand and continue to do the things that not only make our lives better, but the people that surround us and even in the world. So yesterday we uh, ended up with talking a little bit about the Guardian's uh, uh, article on John Brennan. It's called uh, John Brennan's Threatens to Sue Trump Over Stripped Security Clearance. So we certainly know that John Lennon made the choice probably a long time ago. We actually went back through a bit of his history yesterday. I think CNN has a fact sheet on John Brennan. If you're interested in going out and learning about his life, you can go ahead and take a look out there. I, I found it quite interesting. But today we're going to just finish up on where we were talking about or commenting on the Guardian's article. And the main thing we were saying in this is that sometimes you just have to fight. There's no way that you can just sometimes walk away from certain situations. Sometimes you just have to stand up and say, I will not relent. I've got to go ahead and, and expose this for what it is. Because if you don't do it, who will? No one can tell your story the way you can. If you've been in a car accident and you've been hurt and you've been mistreated or abused, don't just sit there and feel sorry for yourself. Get up. Stand up. Speak up. Because somebody else is, is right now having the same experience that you are. And you need to say they don't have to take it. And that you can actually be a team and support each other. In fact, we can all sort of support each other through whatever we're going through at the time. 
Okay, I'm not going to actually read all the, the articles that uh, we're talking about. We're just going to hit a few points and uh, make a few comments on it. So I'm actually starting not quite in the middle of this Guardian article where he says, it, we're talking about John Brennan. He told NBC that, in his opinion, the revoking of his security clearance was Trump's way of trying to scare other existing and former government officials. And that's one of the things that I find interesting is the tactics, the scare tactics, the intimidation tactics, the bullying tactics that people use to try to force people with less power, less resources. Just it could be a myriad of things that you may not have. But how people try to scare people into doing things or not doing things. What scares you? And will you choose to stand against that fear and those people or those organizations or those, those agencies that are coming against you? Fear tactics are common. We're never, if we're living, going to get away from somebody trying to bully us or intimidate us. So you need to ask yourself, what scares you? And then how are you going to still do what's right anyway? Because you've got to do it. You can't just pretend that it doesn't exist. You can't ignore it. You can't just push it to the side. Because if you do, you're telling the people that are hurting you that it's okay to do it. And that's just plain wrong. Another good thing about facing whatever comes your way is actually recognizing that after that, You'll have a learning experience of how to combat, combat something that comes your way like that again. You, you won't have to be in the same place that you are in today, right? And that's, to me, what John Brennan is doing for himself. He is standing up and saying, I will not relent. And then the next thing it talks about here, it says, quote, It was a clear signal that if you cross him, he will use whatever tools he might have at his disposal to punish you. Have you ever felt that way that people with more power or resources or knowledge are trying to come up against you or actually just the volume, the sheer number of them can be an issue? But have you ever felt like somebody was using what they had, their resources financially, to punish you? What did you do about it? Did you feel that you were overwhelmed? What do you do when you, you're overwhelmed? Can you step back from the situation, take a clear look at it and say, this is not right. I will not be punished. I will not tolerate it. They may make a choice of behaving in this way, but I can choose to actually do things my way. I don't have to, to deal with that. I don't have to do what they want me to do. They can take their options and they may, but I will let the world know what they're doing, not just to you, because I guarantee you, if they're doing it to you, they're doing it to somebody else. And unless you and that somebody else and that somebody else and that somebody else begins to talk about it, it's going to be a major problem. Okay, so I'll go on. Brennan called the move an example of Trump's egregious approach to power. He said, I'm going to do whatever I can to try and prevent these abuses occurring in the future. And if that means going to court, I will do that. 
That's the end quote on that part. And there's two things I want to say about this small section. He says, approaches to power. Isn't it amazing that people with power should respect what they have, appreciate that they got it, and not use it to hurt others? Why do they do that? Because they can. They can only do so much. Their power will only take them so far. And I even believe... Our president today is learning just about what that means. But what does he says? He says, I can try. And that's what all of us can do. We can only try. There's no guarantees in this life. And if you live long enough, you know that's the truth. Whatever I can try and prevent these abuses occurring in the future, right? In the future. That is the key. We want to stop it. We, don't, we can't do anything about the abuses they've done in the past. Uh, I guess Me Too is, is making an example of maybe you can go back to the past and expose their behavior and say the things that they've done and it make a difference in the future. Sometimes that works. Uh, I've never seen it happen where it does very often. But if it does, that's good too. But what Brennan says is, whatever I can do to try and prevent these abuses occurring in the future, and if that means going to court, I will do that. Okay, now Brennan is a lawman, so he knows a little bit more about the law. Okay, from my perspective, I have very little faith or trust in the law. Okay, I have not seen when you're poor, when you're black, uh, when you don't have the resources or you don't have the knowledge and then on top of that, you don't necessarily get a decent attorney either because you can't afford it and they don't have enough time because they want to be paid, right? So for me, I have a problem with court. Until I really see justice and equality for all in our court systems, I don't have a lot of faith in them. But he does, so he's going to use it. And if you have the resources and the knowledge to do so, you use it because that's what's so important is you making the choice to fight in the way that fits who you are and what your needs are. So I just think that that's another way of saying, I will not relent. And the qu another question you have to ask yourself is, when you stand truth to power, a good example, I think, uh, Stormy Dan Daniels, I have to use her as an example of finding someone who truly fought for her interest. And when she did this, she became successful. I suspect, though, that the fights and the struggles that they encountered were not easy. They had to make that same choice of saying, I will not relent. I will not relent. Because it's the only way for justice to prevail when it prevails. Okay? I'm sure that maybe perhaps other people had taken that same journey that, that Stormy had taken and failed. But that doesn't mean one day it won't succeed. And it doesn't mean you should not speak up and talk about what's going on. Okay? Will you face char character assassination? Most people do. And why is that? Because they're trying to make it seem as if they can tear you down. They can't tear you down. They can talk a lot about you. They can smear your name. They can create fake names on the Internet of being you or create a whole new you that isn't even you. They can do a million myriad kind of things today. They can do it because they have money, resource, and power, and the numbers. And this is why we have to stand together. 
we have to make our numbers count and to stand up because otherwise when you're fighting it without support can it be done yes it can be done many have done it but it's harder but when we can expose what's really happening and the truth comes out it makes a difference and and we need to get back to truth because somehow truth kind of got laid aside and and generalities are okays or lies are okay when they really aren't it changes our entire mind frame we have to tell the truth will the truth always be pleasant of course not but it's important to tell the truth uh, it just makes things a lot better for everyone and then the thing that I thought also was interesting uh, let's see here. Let me read this last piece from the, the uh, Guardian. It says, A number of people have commented that Brennan couldn't be in the position he's in of criticizing President Trump and his so-called collusion with Russia unless he used classified information. My question is, if... I'm not saying he did. I don't, I don't know Brennan, by the way. I, I've just uh, taken an interest in this information. What I think is interesting is why would somebody say that he would not have access to that if it was only if it was classified information? What does that say? Is it in classified information that there is something with the collusion with Russia? And if it is, shouldn't that come out? Shouldn't the people know? If truth, we should know the truth if it's true. We shouldn't try to worry about if it's classified or not classified. This is about us. This is about our nation. This is about where we go from here. And that's actually how it all is when we're talking about we refuse to relent. We can't relent because if we relent, we're going to lose everything that we have. And why? For the benefit of just a few people? Who keeps these people in those places? Isn't it strange how a lot of times police are used against justice? I mean, we can look back to the past in the civil rights legislation where they pulled out water hoses on people, beat people, right? Did not uphold justice. Many would say we're seeing the same thing today when we think about Black Lives Matter. We would say that about bending the knee. We would, I personally would say it about all the people who are working jobs and aren't getting paid a decent wage when the companies are making trillions and trillions of dollars. I would personally say this happens a lot when it shouldn't happen. But the reason why, in my opinion, that it does is because we don't stand up, speak up, and refuse to tolerate it. I personally think generations ago, people would stand up and say no more. I'm not sure how we kind of got caught up in whatever is going on today in our society where we don't want to speak out. Uh, maybe it's because we feel ashamed. But we should not feel ashamed about something that isn't really true. Why would you allow someone to make you feel bad when they're the ones who are doing the abuse? We need to stand up and say, I refuse. In fact, I relent 
or I will not relent. Excuse me. Because if we do, we're all going to be hurt. And we're all going to be sitting in a place that we, we would never imagine. Is, is that because we thought people would not take advantage of us? Perhaps on a larger scale in which we see, we probably didn't. But we now know what they will do because they've done it. How many people didn't vote in the last election? How much environmental problems do we have now? How many people are not getting paid? How many people have been paying into insurance for years or decades? And they get injured and they're still not getting their their fair benefits or settlements. We now know what they are capable of. So that means we can't just sit and do nothing. We must not relent. We must stand up as individuals, as community, and as a country. Because we believe that right is the way to go. Wrong must hit the road, okay? We can't have that. We need something different. So for today, I'm just going to go to uh, one more, a little bit of information on the next one. This is an article by the New York Times, and it's, it says, John Brennan, President's Trump claim of no collusions are hogwash. Okay, so in the beginning, John Brennan didn't actually step out there and say that this, there was no collusion. He just started with the facts. And, I, and personally, I believe that's the most important way to start. In fact, and, it, and also to continue is with the facts. When you start with the facts, there's no confusion. And later down the line, whatever happens, the facts will still remain. So in this article, it says, That's why the president revoked my security clearance to try to silence anyone who would dare challenge him. Well, guess what? This is America. And we are known to challenge. We are known to want the right things. We are known to want things to be done for people equally. Has it happened in the past? No, but are we getting closer? I think so. I think it's because more and more people say, we don't want our families hurt. We don't want to be hurt. And we just want justice. And this one, I'm just going to do this one section here. It says here, when I warned Mr. And I'm sorry for the Russian names that I'm about to mispronounce. When I warned Mr. Borknoff that Russia interference in our election was intolerable and would roll United States-Russian relationships for many years, he denied Russian involvement in any election in America or elsewhere. With a fiend sincerity that I had heard many times before, President Vladimir Putin of Russia reiterated that those denials numerous times over the past two years, often to Donald Trump, seeming approval. Russian denials are, in a word, hogwash. When something happens to you and you know it's wrong, or something happens to someone else and you know it's wrong, call it hogwash. Don't try to create it and make it all pretty and and wonderful inside and out because whatever is inside is gonna gush out and if it's not pretty it's gonna be ugly so call it what it is if it's hogwash to you call it hogwash 
But don't relent. If it's about you, if it's, if it's about someone else, if it's about getting justice, we have to remember that that's the most important thing. We can't just pretend about things anymore here in America. We've lost too much. Too many people are hurting. A lot of sadness we see every day in which we walk out of our doors. We see homeless people. We see hungry people. We see uh, uneducated people. Is it because our country can't afford those things? No, it's not. So that's hogwash. Is it hogwash when they actually make people uh, not able to vote when they've signed up? When maybe they've already voted for 10, 15 years. That's hogwash. We all have to be free in our country to become whatever it is we want. And that also means if you're injured in a car accident, something happens, you've been paying premiums for years or decades, then these insurance companies ought to pay you what they promise. They ought to take care of you like they promise. They should not lie to you. Because that wasn't a promise. That wasn't in their notes. Yeah, some of the things in their notes weren't unf- were not fair. Those little, little small letters at the bottom of your contract saying, we're only going to pay you so much or we're only going to do this much. But they never mentioned it to you when you were sitting right there looking them in their face. Why? Greed. That's why. Hunger to feed themselves but not the hunger to allow you to feed your kids. So remember, each and every time that you are bullied, intimidated, harassed by anyone, choose not to just tolerate it. Choose to do something different. When John Brennan says, I will not relent, it can be applied to everyone's life. Americans have also stood up for what is right. And currently the truth and fiction has been merged. Why? For the benefit of a few. Don't stay confused. Decide that justice, integrity, humanity, and moral codes make the world a better place for all of us. This includes holding accountable insurance industries and promise to protect and advocate for policyholders when they don't. It's overdue. And it's time for us to stand up and act. Do you, am, I, am I saying you have to take a giant step, the first step? No, don't take a giant step. Usually that makes not things turn out the way you want. And it's not encouraging. The first step should be an encouraging step. So let's take some small steps together. Come be a part of talking about you with Estra and helping insureds be protected and getting the benefits and the settlements that they deserve. Let's start with turning things around so that when you're hurt or your family member's hurt, you don't have to worry what's going to happen even if you have an insurance policy because they promised you to do certain things. Does that mean we don't need to read these insurance uh, contracts uh, a little bit closer? We do have to look at them closer because often there are things in there you would not believe until you get hit or you get hurt. So let's just take a moment 
and think about ways in which you can help. I mean, it's very simple. You could even start today just by going out to Twitter, hashtag Esther's Radio Show, and saying, this is what happened to me when I actually dealt with insurance companies. Or this is what happened to me in Flint, Michigan, when my water was really bad. Or this is what happened to me when I went to school and I wasn't prepared like the rest of the kids for, for the daily challenges that I faced there. Are there millions of things that you can step out on? Absolutely. And I want you to step out on them because you will feel better about who you are. You'll be willing to say, this is the time. This is the place. I'm ready. Let's go. You might be in a place where you say, I don't want our elections to be incorrect this time. I want to be there to either stand, watch, or help someone and make sure that everyone's able to vote. There are so many things to do. There are so many people needing help. Maybe you're one of them, and maybe you're one who can help someone. But come on, let's do this today. Let's get out of our chairs. Let's get into some place where we can really make an impact on our country. Because one thing is for sure, if we don't do it, no one else will. Thank you for listening today. I've enjoyed our conversation. I'm still working on a new phone number to get you dialed in on. So just give me a little time. I'm going to be adding a couple things to make it easier for us to communicate Anyway, so just give me a little time and we'll continue on. But please go ahead on Twitter. Actually, you can actually hit me on Twitter. You can hit me on estraskarrickhelp.com, right? You can go out to Estra Seattle's blog. There's a lot of places to find me out there because I'm looking for you. I'm looking for you. I'm looking for you because I know it's time for things to change. And unless we actually can get Congress, preferably a new Congress, to pass insured civil rights legislation, which means everyone is treated the same, that they can't start switching things up, then we can really make things so much better for people injured. All right. Well, I know my time is up. I love talking to you. Come back tomorrow. Remember, talking about you with Estra is Monday through Friday from noon to 1 o'clock or 1230, wherever we go. No later than 1. But come on in. Let's have a chat. Let's make a difference. I'll see you tomorrow. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.